The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to 2020 Predictions Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to look into the predictive analytics crystal ball to see what the upcoming year has in store for the MarTech community. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses a high-level prediction that will influence how you plan, operate, and evaluate your marketing plans for the year of 2020. With us today is Oshin Hurley, who is the Chief Technology Officer at Swerve, which is a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. Swerve is a platform that enables brands to connect their customers with relevant messages in real time with live data at scale by combining messaging across channels like push, in-app messaging, email, SMS, and OTT. And here's the third installment of 2020 Predictions Week, where Oshin and I discuss why the margin for error will continue to shrink for brands that aren't willing to adapt to new bars for delivery relevance. Okay, here's the third part of 2020 Predictions Week with Oshin Hurley from Swerve. Oshin, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hi, Ben. Glad to be back. It's great to have you here. We're halfway through the week. We've covered a couple predictions so far, one about how important customer experience is and one about why real-time relevance really matters, maybe even more important than data consolidation. Today, we're going to talk about something that's a little different, and it really has to do with what the customer's capacity for messaging is. Barry Nolan, a previous guest on the MarTech podcast, your chief strategy officer, said that the margin for error will continue to shrink for brands that aren't willing to adapt to new bars for delivery relevance. What do you think Barry means by that? I think Barry means that if you're not considerate to your customers, they're not going to be considerate to you. And I think I'll cite an example. I have worked with Barry for a while. I'll cite an example from a certain organization that he had the app for on his phone. And it sent him the same push message every day at 11 a.m. GMT, no matter where in the world he was. So when he was in the United States, he was getting it at 3 a.m. in California, or he was getting it later on the day in Singapore. Now, that's just getting it wrong. It's not hard or difficult from a technical perspective to suss out where your customer is, what time zone they're in, and make sure that you send it at 11 a.m. and their time zone. So it's mistakes like that that people are going to stop tolerating. And it's just really easy to get rid of an app that's bugging you that way. The batch and blast messaging is something that we're phasing away. Mm -hmm. And the idea that you can send out 
uh, messaging that is not personalized and not relevant to an end consumer is just unreasonable. More people are going to unsubscribe. They're going to delete your app. I'm actually pretty proud of this. On Cyber Monday, I got two emails that I unsubscribed from. I think that's an indication, at least for me, and you know, I'm not the mindset of every consumer, but that people are wanting less messaging unless it's relevant. Talk to me about some of the steps that you need to follow to make sure that your message is relevant. Well, you got to know the customer. First and foremost, you got to know what they're doing. You got to know what their behavioral patterns are. And you got to be able to reason about where they want to go when they're using your app. If a person is in your app and they say they're listening to certain types of music and you want to make a music recommendation to them, you got to look at what they've done in the past to sort of say, well, let's analyze this and see what, what we can do for this person to make a recommendation that's relevant to them. Now, to make those decisions, you also need to have fairly fine-grained data about what people have been doing in the app, which is fine. It's just their general behavior. But you also need a platform that can allow you to pick out that fine-grained behavior and make really interesting queries like, you know, whoever has been listening to Beyonce more than 20 times in the last month but hasn't yet listened to a Beatles app in the last year which sounds like a really awkward way to kind of express things. But that's the kind of level of depth of targeting that you need to be able to do to make sure that you're relevant. What I'm hearing is first, you need to understand who the customer is. You need to be able to evaluate their historical behavior. And then you need to be able to make some predictions about what they're trying to accomplish to present them with real-time messaging The last part is, and you mentioned this a little bit before, the right message at the right place at the right time. How do you think about the message delivery vehicle? How do you understand how to get a message and as many messages that are going to be relevant and productive, right? We want some sense of volume as marketers without going over the line and getting that app deletion or the unsubscribe. Yeah, that's a super interesting problem, all right. That sometimes is problematic when you have an organization where there are multiple departments all sending messages to individuals. So you may have an operational push, you may have a marketing push, you may have a services push. And if that all comes together in one go, there can be many different intrusions on the person's time. And it's a complex scenario that you need to be able to sort of prioritize. In an ideal world, the company that is doing the outreach will do the prioritizations and they'll all work together on it. But it doesn't often happen. So sometimes what you can do is you can stagger pushes. You can have things like cool off periods where if somebody has received something, you don't send them anything for a while. One of the things that we do within our app SDKs is we allow for time periods before a message might be shown up. So you don't get to see it straight away. You wait and show later on. And some of the research we're doing next year involves using pieces of machine learning based on the actual app itself, based on the handset, to kind of gauge what the best time is to give somebody some particular data or give them a particular message. And that really depends on how they've been using the app recently, as well as how recently they've received other messages. So it's kind of a, an interesting thing because we're looking at trying to build in some level of empathy for the user and what they've been doing to see if they're ready to receive a message or if they're receptive. I think the machine learning and the marketing automation and all of that is important. Not everyone has access to be able to run that type of analysis. To me, one of the key things that marketers need to be doing is learn from their mistakes. Go and actually analyze who unsubscribed, 
figure out your segmentation, figure out what the pattern of behavior that is driving people away from your services, what caused the app deletion or the account close, and then modify your messaging based on that experience. And sure, if you have rich machine learning and you know everything else that you can do on the technical end, that's great as well. You're absolutely right. You got to learn from your mistakes. Otherwise, it's not even not science. It's just being a bit thick-headed if you're not learning from your errors. And it's interesting, just as you were saying that, I was sort of thinking, we talk about in our lifetime, new roles, new jobs have appeared that we never would have thought of before. And I think one of the new jobs, new roles that we're seeing happening now is this kind of very data-oriented marketer that knows how to work with, okay, we're setting up effectively an experiment. We're going to see who how it affects people. We're going to document that. We're going to see, and we're going to take the best from it. And then we're going to move forward with a better practice. Whereas it may have been a bit more amateurish before this. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that sticks out to me when I interviewed Barry Nolan for Mobile Marketing Week, one of the first things he said was that the number of apps, something like 70 apps on the average person's phone and 10 or 15, which they're checking, you know, daily or hourly. I forgot exactly what the stat was, but essentially there's this core set of apps that we're using and then there's other apps that are on our phone. How's that impacting how much messaging we're getting and how sensitive we are to personalization and the volume of messages? I think the more apps you're going to get, the more apps will want to send you messages. So you're going to start getting a bit of an overload on the message front, which is why we have kind of this question, do you want to receive push? Yes, no. So if you've got 100 messages, 100 notifications coming in every day, which would be quite small, I think, for many people, then you're going to really be wanting to throw away maybe about 90% of them. So there's a real fight for the top of the push inbox, so to speak you will automatically be drawn to ones that are more visually represented, that maybe have your name in it, that have some level of personalization in it before you drill down even further. So there is absolutely a competition there to get around the notification fatigue that people might get. I think that's an important thing to call out, notification fatigue. More apps, more software on our phones, more interaction, more messaging, more fatigue, more sensitivity towards just a quick trigger when you send that one bad notification, that can be it for your customers. Absolutely. If they don't switch off the push, they'll delete the app. If you switch off the push, you can't knock on the door anymore and sort of alert them to new stuff. You're waiting for them to actually open the app and use it. Customer empathy, incredibly important in 2020. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Oshin Hurley for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Oshin's insights and predictions for 2020, we're going to publish an episode every day during the week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about why marketing leaders will be using first and third party data to deliver experiences that are unique, valuable, and convenient to users. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Oshin, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet. His company's handle is Swerve Inc., S-W-R-V-E underscore I-N-C. Or you can visit his company's website, which is swerve.com. Again, it's S-W-R-V-E dot com. Just one link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to martechpod.com, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, pretty much everywhere. 
anywhere, or you can contact me directly at benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the next part of our conversation with Oshin Hurley from Swerve, we're going to publish an episode every day during the week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.